0: can I say? I'm standing out here in the freezing cold for chicken sandwiches. What? What? Why do you want me to tell you? I, I like chicken. It's chicken. Um, oh, are we recording? Of course uh, we're recording. Oh, I didn't know that we were, we're recording. We're always recording. Well, I mean, now that we live in the state that we do, we are being recorded everywhere. Um, our parents fought so hard for against Interpol and COINTELPRO to make sure that we had all these rights just to now give it away for free to, to Facebook and Foursquare and all this <coughs> shit. Like, um, my job was like, hey, it'll be much easier if you do face recognition software for your computer. I was Ooh, like, nope.
1: no. No, 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 no.
0: Um, and already our faces are everywhere and, and we have to make sure that that face recognition technology is not used for the wrong thing. I saw, I saw Batman Two, Batman Two with Christian Bale. That Batman Two,
2: Dark Knight, and Dark Knight.
0: Yeah, is that that's the one where he hacks everyone's phones yeah. to make yeah. a surveillance device? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Batman's a fascist. That's the one where they ruin Two Face. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Oh, oh. That's me? interesting. Yeah. Uh,
2: 'Cause I I wanted more yeah, well they killed him.
0: Yeah. Sorry, spoiler. Alert. I mean had eleven years to that's, say like,
1: that's like that's like my take on that. Like I was always kinda like I was the movie was fine for me until like the two faced character like had like waste, zero art.
0: Waste, wasted opportunity. I mean, wasted um, and Aaron Eckhart's a good enough actor to do so. Aaron Eckhart yeah, yeah. is a great great actor. He's in a movie that we owe Jacob Rivera a <laughs> oh, right, an right, episode of right. Um but I don't know. Does he even listen to our podcast anymore? Yeah, he does. Okay. Of course he does. Because he used to write those awesome synopses. Ah, oh, that sounds like passive aggressive of me. That wasn't my intention. Jacob, I love you. In, in the dude. company of men. In company the company of men. Well, hope, hopefully they're not coming anywhere near us. Um, that movie, like, I feel like we could get canceled just for watching that movie in this day and age. I'm surprised Neil Butte even. Oh, sorry. Uh, Marcus, you got going to a. Yes, I do. And Toomey Gantt. Do you like movies? I do very much. Uh, this is Zebras in America, episode one hundred and five. <laughs> I think, right? No, it's one hundred and six. One hundred and six. Uh, sorry. Sorry. I was thinking of one hundred and five because one hundred and five backwards is five hundred one. And recently, Devin Sawa unfollowed us and screenshot. And he let it. us know okay, that we, us now know. you have
2: five hundred one followers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he didn't know. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What happened? Scott so- posted a weird tweet. Well, no. Actually, no, backstory. 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 Back, backstory. Back, John back, Travolta back. is campaigned... No, no, no,
0: no. We gotta go further back, just in case you haven't followed.
2: Oh, we did, we did an episode ep- on... Oh, my bad. We did an episode on the movie Fanatic with John Travolta yes. and Devin yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to that. We tweeted at him and let him know, and he followed me. He followed the Zebras account, like, and, and everything. And we, and we like, did, like, everything was cool.
0: And we did a very thoughtful episode... About we it. did.
2: We weren't all, like, ironic. Because well, there's some things about yeah, it yeah. that I actually like. So, oh, about yeah. a week ago, yeah. John Travolta, really, no joke. Just like he did with Gotti, he's doing a real, like, for your consideration campaign. Um, I saw this online. campaign, yeah. So I sent the picture to Scott. I texted it to him, and he was like, is this for real? I was like, no, it's, it's serious. So then he just posted this weird... It wasn't disrespectful. Not at all. It was, it was just... a weird, ambiguous... It was like a zebra's type tweet. It really was. If you follow us or
0: notes on Twitter, it was a zebra's tweet. We tweet we tweet irreverent yeah. things, and it was just like uh, a picture of me as an old person, uh, a weird meme, and that. And then he was like, Let "No, us. I, I tweeted it
2: because he follows me, and that's how he saw." Because that tweet was there for a while. And then I the like mo- the it moment I tweeted it on the Pinland account. The moment I did, he saw it. Then replied to the Zebras at the time. At the time, we had 502 followers. So he <laughs> screenshot to show 501 followers. And I did forget. Devin Sal was a very testy guy on, on social media. And I guess on some level I get it because
0: and I his guess, childhood actor and stuff, I guess, like people
2: make fun of him a lot, so he's defensive. And but I it's just like, feel
0: like he can't stand us. <laughs> um, I always forget he was stan. Yeah. Yeah, so you know it's fine. Ever since he,
2: we got five more followers after he followed us, so oh, you lose you lose there one you or two, you get about fifteen. Yeah, and exactly. it's like
0: it's like I get. I thought that Devin Sawas' favorite artist was Eminem, but it's actually Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. But the thing <laughs> is, Marcus and I are only children, and we're we're Petty too. We love you though, Devin. Uh, I don't know why we're talking this much, but yeah, it was you know, that we're gonna get into the meat of this episode. But since we are talking about fascism a lot in this episode, I think it's 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 makes sense to make the thread of Batman, Batman Two was what, B- the B- Dark, Dark Knight. Yeah, my issue with that was that they set up this great arc for Aaron Eckhart that really should have been the third movie. Yeah, I, I Not, totally thought it was like, gonna be. I was even surprised that he became Two Face in the movie. I thought that was gonna be like towards the end. I just thought it was a wasted strand. I was fine with him because it was
2: towards I, as long as he lived. And even after the movie right. was over, there was all this was back when IMDB like mattered more. Because it was two thousand and eight. Yeah. And people were still convinced that <clears throat> he was alive. He was alive, yeah. And then in two thousand nine he gave this interview where it was just like, No, no, I'm I'm really dead. And people were like, Oh no, this is just and like a see- marketing campaign. No, it's like and then he's like, No, really, I'm 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 dead. And I might be I might be like projecting, but it seemed like he was kind of disappointed that he was dead too, like, No yeah, no, I'm no, dead. that that was how the interview started. He was yeah. like he was. He assumed. He was like, "I'm looking forward to part three. and he's just like, "No, you you really are dead." No, no. He no. He was very open. He no. He wanted to be in part three. That was the whole thing of that of that in in interview.
0: So yeah, I just thought it was a missed opportunity, um, and I don't really, I don't even really care that there's any more comic book movies coming out. Same. I'm like I. There's so much fatigue. There's like the new Star Wars show. There's there's all these... There's seven DC TV shows on right now. And DC... I prefer DC to Marvel. And I even heard that Watchmen was good. But I'm just exhausted. I may get into it. But what you're
2: saying is interesting because the fans of everything you just named... They all still feel like they're the underdogs. So oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that I mean, tone. Joker to a lot fans of them. Still like, feel
1: like they're underdogs at a billion dollars. Star Wars people
2: like they're all like, stop picking on us. Like, no, you stop like, picking on it. You won. Like that's I mean, my issue
0: with all. Like you won. That's, that's a machination of the privileged. Yeah. The privileged can be a winner and still feign persecution <clears throat> when being a nerd in the 1990s. Not saying that it was great. Getting beaten up for liking DD was not fun, though it did teach me to learn how to fight. Sure. But now you're now it's like this strange nerd culture, and it's not necessarily nerd culture. I'm just gonna say. It's tribalism. It's yep. not yeah. it's not nuanced culture. I remember M Tume and I lived together for five years. And I'll never forget one day he comes home and he has a graphic novel of the Invisibles. And that was what it was called, right? Yeah, I think The Invisibles, yeah. Yeah, and it was this Grant Morrison comic book that The Matrix took a lot from. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, you got to check this out. And then he would finish a trade paperback, and I would read it, and then he would get another one, yeah. and I would read it. And it wasn't like, we like this because it's a comic. It was because we like this thing. And sometimes I'll talk to someone who's like, I'm really into comic books, and they'll they'll mention this sort of script, like... You have to like Joss Whedon and you like this comic book and you have to like Rick and Morty. And I'm like, oh, do you like the Invisibles? I don't know what that is. Do you like Grant Morrison? I don't know who that is. Do you like They know
1: all the pop titles. It's become yeah. it's become a new pop culture kind of um signifier that you're in you're with the in crowd and and then like it's weird like I, the, the, the most annoying thing is i see these like people who are like my uh totally corporate a uh, comic book movie fandom is much more authentic than yours because i like dc and you like marvel or we're more authentic and i'm like you're yeah, all, you're all yeah. the same
0: y'all it's it's all cargo cult hero <laughs> worship
2: <clears throat> and you're all confusing there's Currently, right now, there's three Alfreds in oh, gosh, TV, yes. two different movies. We've got two Jokers now. We've got... You know what I'm saying? Like It's just two... You, it, it's we have two
0: live-action Jokers. We're not, there's...
2: Yeah, yeah, And the yeah, animated yeah. versions.
0: We've got one and a
2: half Superman because the movie Superman, we're in limbo. <laughs> and then there's the show where Brandon
0: Routh is actually, apparently back. Surviving. It's com- It's complex. Yeah, I'm sure. So, yeah, Supergirl, the TV show, is yeah. the best... Of the arrowverse shows, mm. but I, I don't even watch it because i'm just I'm so exhausted, sure I'm in school right now, yeah y'all know me I can't wait i this. and you know we're we have an email to read, and then we're going to get into the the movies that we're talking about today, but I just want to say like these three movies that I watched for this episode i I built a resentment, mm. I was like, why the?" fuck is this happening Mm. I'm so exhausted with studio pictures and Mm. this faux sort of sort of it's not I don't I feel like whatever wokeness is has tilt the pendulum has switched so far Mm. that it's become a sort of caricature of that's very fascistic in its own way I was talking to you via text message the other day that that sometimes I'm like these the 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 gamer gate alt right far right people and a lot of the SJW virtue signal crowd are like neck and neck of of some of the things they say. It's like, well, if we if you don't support a gay Batman, then you're a fascist. If Batman is gay, you're a fascist. Mm-hmm. Well, Batman is a fascist, so that's that. <laughs> um, so let me let me read an email okay. from a listener and then we're gonna talk about some movies. This is from Matthew Husio. Husseo? What do you what do you think that says? Hu show. Okay. I could be wrong though. I, I uh, Matthew, I apologize yeah. for yeah. mispronouncing your name probably. Hey guys, relatively new listener to your podcast, really enjoying both the movie and hip-hop takes, since I'm trying to expand my knowledge of both. Cool. Awesome. it's great. On the film side, curious if y'all enjoy the films of Les Blank. Burden of Dreams, about the troubled production of Fitzcarraldo, is definitely his masterpiece. Absolutely. But he did so many wonderful, offbeat movies on a variety of subjects, from the cultural traditions of New Orleans, Always for Pleasure, which I love. Uh, my friends have a do used to do this festival every year called Always for Pleasure in New Orleans where they would celebrate stuff like that. To gap toothed women, the very aptly titled gap Tooth women. To Werner Herzog eating his shoe. Um, uh, I really do like Les Blank. One, uh, you should check out one of our earlier episodes with John Wilson, because John Wilson who johnsmovies.com he has right that's his thing johnsmovies.com yeah mm-hmm. he he's super inspired by Les Blank oh, when I, I first yeah when I first met him also if you look at if you look at the font style of his movies they're very they're similar to the Les, Les Blank. Blank font okay. style that's dope and I I was I got reintroduced to Les Blank through meeting John Wilson who, mm-hmm. who's developing a show and stuff and uh, I think of of Les Blank I think uh, Maestro, the king of cowboy artists, and Yum Yum Yum, a taste of Cajun and Creole cooking, and the Huey and Lu- Huey Lewis and the News documentary he did oh, are, awesome. all really no, are all really good. Those are all deep way. cuts of a dude who I would say is is sort of a deep cut. Obviously, aside from the Fitzgerald movie and so, and this
1: from and a guy who Warner. doesn't like who doesn't like documentaries. I was gonna
0: get to. Th- I was. That was you beat me
1: to. This head. is
2: deep. I'm, I'm I'm
0: feeling this stuff so i will i will continue to say what i've said since episode one <laughs> i my issue with documentaries and the reason why i usually usually don't like documentaries and also i say the word usually because i'm not so dogmatic that i can't change mm-hmm. i hope to grow when when the pink smoke were live casting our first podcast they were like well scott learned to like documentaries The answer is, and it's always is, it's never that I don't like documentaries. I like films that are good. And I think a lot of documentaries rely on story instead of making a good film. A good film includes maybe a narrative arc, good shots, interesting material. I love Teddy I I like... I like... That's why I love
2: Tabloid so much. Yeah. Yes, Tabloid. It's It's like two movies. Because it's a well-put-together
0: movie. movie. One of my favorite movies of all time is F for Fake, which has documentary parts, has non... It has... So my whole thing is, if you give me a good movie, I'm in it. It just has to be... it, It has to be... You have to be not just relying on the story. So that's why I... That's why I often... Very often hate documentaries. No, I, I I understand. I understand. That's my that's my issue. Yeah.
1: Actually, I I often show Burden of Dreams, I I probably yearly show Burden of Dreams to my
0: students. And I oh, think Burden cool. of Dreams is incredible, but I also like Fitzcarraldo. Yes, I, and I, but I'm also the truth is I do prefer Werner Herzog's narrative films most of the time to his documentaries.
2: <laughs> I made a noise for those who didn't hear it. That's me. <laughs>
0: That's just me. And so I just think Les Blank... Is awesome. I just love his use of colors. Uh And I think Maestro has some delicious colors. And I just wanted to mention some deep cuts of of A Duda again, who I think is a deep cut. On the music side... If you've listened to them, would love to get your thoughts on Q-Tip's album, Kamal the Abstract, and Robert Glasper's Black Radio, both of which I think are interesting <laughs> efforts to bridge the gap between jazz and hip-hop and other genres. Anyway, sorry if you've covered any of these topics on an episode I've missed. I've gotten through most, but not all of them. Thanks, and look forward to hearing your thoughts. Matthew, you know, even if we've covered a topic, we, we love talking about things. Yeah, um, Both both sh-
2: them are mid... To me, Sh- no yeah, hint.
0: short answer, no. So back in the early aughts, there would be albums that were people were talking about. Oh, and yeah. if you had friends in music magazines, you would get promo albums of albums that were not yet out. As I'm sure we've talked about on the show, uh, Ghostface's follow-up to Supreme Clientele, Bulletproof Wallets, was originally a white label. There was a white label version yeah. with that was, in my opinion supremely superior because yeah, of the, the sun sample. the sun was on it with, with a yeah. Brick and yeah. also um, Flowers. The, the original Flowers the original Flowers is one of the best uh, Wu-Tang songs ever made yeah. yes mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying and so because of sample clearances they they had to totally change the album it's still a good album but the white label version is superior but so before, so around that time mm-hmm. they, they were st- everyone. Everyone I knew had a copy of Kamal the Abstract. Yeah, I remember. I remember having
1: gotten gotten a copy of Kamal the Abstract. Putting to sleep from a, from a, from a, from, a, from a friend of mine. I don't know who it was, and I had it on my computer. Listen, listening to it. How many did it ever come out
0: formally? It came out formally a couple years ago. Yeah,
2: so it <laughs> was,
0: years yeah, ago. Yeah, It was so it was it was shelved when And it I happened out. to
2: see it on iTunes while I was like, "Oh, this is It was one of those kind of oh, things that's too. Crazy. I didn't even remember. It. Yeah,
0: and I just think. As far as the that album, I think of that Mill. You, I there are things that I prefer. I even even I thought Commons Electric Circus was elite, was more adventurous. I was one of the few
1: people who who, who like a lot of that. I album.
0: like I think I, I a like a lot of that album. I listened, Not everything. I listened to that album yesterday, and because for no reason, and I was, and there were some good stuff on there, yeah. and. As far as the Robert Glasper, I think here's, here's a list of some, some jazz-tinged rap stuff that I that I like better. Uh, I cheated because I wrote a little bit of this down because I, I wanted to be a little more deliberate. So, Mad Lib Shades of Blue. Yeah. Any album by Kareem Riggins. LP made an album with an improvisational jazz group. With, um, Matthew with Matthew Shipp who Matthew also Shipp. did a record with Antipop Consortium. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like They've I'm done talking a, a lot today. I'm sorry, my friend. Uh, but he made an album called High Tide, LP, and Matthew Shipp's group. That's very good. That's more on the avant-garde tip and the record he did with Antipop Consortium <coughs> is probably my favorite Antipop Consortium album. Probably not Marcus's favorite, but... No. Then, but...
2: They've made Antipop made two albums with Matthew Shipp. Also, Beans made. No one talks about this album, but he made an album, an instrumental jazz album called album. called Only. Yeah. So okay, if you want to get like super weird out there, jazz, yeah, like, those three, three albums are very yeah, like,
1: that's out there yeah, record. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so like Madlib has made twenty jazz albums. Yeah. Shades of Blue is his most accessible. If you like Robert Glasper, I think Kareem Riggins does the J D. jazz thing in a way that I like a little more. Also, think Platinum Pied pi-
2: Pipers can 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 mm-hmm. get in their bag sometimes. sometimes. Well,
0: So I was all. I, I wrote this down. I actually think Jay Dill is "Welcome to Detroit" the instrumental version has some excellent. I mean, he. Re- I mean, think twice. Think twice. Yeah. The think yeah. twice version on the instrumental album is longer and has more, ha- has more to do with it. When M2Me and I, before we lived together, but we were making music together, we were always telling people how good JD was when he was alive, mm-hmm. and we would just rock to that album. And obviously, Madlib has made many yesterday's new quintet records. If you have Spotify, there's a playlist of all of them, and then you, it's, it's a lot. Uh, there's also obviously Buckshot Lafonk, <laughs> which was- Oh wow, DJ, the 90s. DJ, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. So that was like DJ Premier and... Ranford Marsalis. Marsalis. There's a great song about not eating at Denny's, which was part of the Zeitgeist back Well, then, then. would you put like Jasmine in there? I wouldn't because well, yeah. I don't Look. like it. Oh.
2: I, I like... the fir- I, I I put the first two in. They got... I don't know... The, the third one I don't like at all. Yeah. The, the street I just, soul? I
0: just... I just... You do not like it? No, saying. I just didn't. I'm sorry. Right. And... Uh, and if you like if you like jazz fusion, I think "Golden Age of Apocalypse" by Thundercat is excellent. Sure. Yeah. So, so those so if you like the merging of rap and jazz, that's not a definitive list. But I, do you guys have more to add? As as someone who, am too may some people might not realize,
1: I played a lot of rap and jazz for a long you, time. You you
0: yeah. traveled the world yeah. <laughs> as. Doing rap with jazz bands.
1: You know, I have to say, the thing about Glasper is, I remember when that album came out and I was disappointed because I thought Glasper was such a great jazz musician. Also, I
0: I just made up a really bad amalgam Robert Glasper, no. (laughs) (laughs) Robert
1: Glasper, no. You know, then you got to like add one of his movies with with, with a a Glasper song. You got to do it. Yeah. So I remember (laughs) what I used to like see, I I saw Glasper a couple of times and I thought, He's such a kick-ass jazz yeah. musician, and that album didn't feel very jazzy to me. As it felt like soul, like like kind of like, it felt like the neo soul rehash that we had like right. ten years before. Which put
2: me to sleep then, and puts me to sleep. Yeah, then. I so sound I was kind of so like, like it was like, it
1: was like, it was like post soul it was like post soul clarions.
0: Well, okay. Also for soul clarions. Um, Q-tip, not Q-tip. Questlove made a record called the Philadelphia Project. Oh God, I remember that. But I, uh, I was I'm a huge it, fan I, of that. I didn't. Well, because he, it just was. It, it wasn't grooving for me. Yeah. Because even for that, I also like Beastie Boys' instrumental album. Is it was quite good. Yo, know, I listened to Money Mark for the first time in a long time last week. Whoa. <laughs> and I liked it. No,
1: I gotta, I gotta go through my records, man.
0: Dude, you I do. Feel like, I feel like I have you so
1: because, like, you have been saying some of this stuff. I haven't okay. even like when you brought up like the Matthew ships. I was like, Dude, I have all that stuff.
0: I have I that stuff. Like, in years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, and what, what what do you think?
2: No, I already said uh, mine. I do have to jump in before we go further and this gets forgotten. I have a request. I have a request from my best friend. Take it if you want, but he wants us to cover the Wu Tang show. I know you haven't you you, you don't wanna watch it. I've watched it, I have I have opinions, and I definitely think we should have Eagle Nebula on the show. Yes, you're not on Facebook. Neb's, but each episode she watches, she kind of chronicles, and it's and it's really hilarious. Her views um, on the show are really, because really Nebs, funny. Neb's
1: is like me. She's a deep Wu Tang. Yeah. like she's, okay. she's having a hard time. She's having her, her a hard time getting through bones. it. This is
0: this is yeah. this is what yeah. I. This is what I'm thinking. Let's let when I'm done with this semester, let's do that. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And it's I was actually definitely thinking. Not going anywhere. Uh, when oh, we man. when we finally get an intern or whatever and set up our Patreon, mm-hmm. um, exclusive episodes where we tap into zeitgeisty television, like we still need to do Twin Peaks season three. I still want to do an, uh, uh, the Nicholas Winding Refn, do yeah. the Wu-Tang thing. That could be a fun pr- uh, premium content thing. What do sure. you think? Absolutely. But yes, I'm down. I, I watched one episode with you and... It wasn't... It was okay. I really enjoyed recently the episode of Joe Rogan where Riza tried to talk for two hours and I Donald didn't. Rollins wouldn't let him. <laughs> I thought that... You know, and
2: it's funny. I thought there was something wrong. I'm like, is Donald Rollins interrupting literally every goddamn thing? And then you sent me a meme of someone... And I was like, okay, good. So he was really
0: he was it was like cute at I, first, but I, I was like, really, no, this is
2: not this is annoying issue. I
0: really enjoyed it because you I feel that Riza often feels very prepared with everything he's going to say. So even though the interrupting could was sometimes frustrating, it allowed him to react in a way that that we might not always get. And for that I appreciated it. And I have a a very funny Dono Rawlings story. Before, and I just want to know, because we're getting really good at taking forever to get to our topic, so where, where <laughs> are... 25 minutes. Okay. Are, you're, not, you're not upset, are no. you? Okay. I
2: just think, to, but I, I can't get off this, with Dono Rawlings, it's fun, it's funny, but a whole episode, it just, it reflects this whole, like... I'm just stupid. I, it's fun being stupid. Like it just got. I don't know what that is. Like it's just really annoying. After like stop being dumb. Like stop. I don't. Being dumb. I mean, I don't. It makes think me feel like um, what's his name, Adolf Caesar in a soldier story. I don't <laughs> like just stop yeah. thinking like a whatever. I'm not. I don't gonna say, think he was me. being
0: being dumb. He was telling some interesting story. He was yes, he, he was he was talking about how Pepsi actively. Oh, but then oh, son! You're yelling like, really Exactly. Loud right right I was <laughs> doing <laughs> he, no.
2: That's exactly what you were about to tell, an important thing. And I jumped in and just, oh, nice. that like, that is... Oh, really that. too. Yeah. This
1: was hilarious.
2: Oh, yeah, you did. I really I did. I did that on purpose. <laughs> I really
0: didn't like that. <laughs> I, three hours to that. Well, I didn't even finish the episode. So I, I really enjoyed it. Can I tell a funny Donnell Rowling story? Tell it. So I was in a rap group. I, I was in several rap groups. but I was in a rap group called Nuclear Family for many years. And one of the members of Nuclear Family was Probe, who was a good friend of mine, and Probe was friends with Donnell Rawlings. Mm-hmm. They were, they were, they would hang out at the same bar, and we used to do a concert the night before Thanksgiving every year at Southpaw. Mm-hmm. And we did it for like seven years. And one year, we asked Don, Donnell Rawlings to to be the MC for it, and he so this was after the Chappelle show and he was doing his thing and he was like yeah I'll do it for he was he was he was really cool he had very few demands and he was just doing crowd work in between each set and he was saying stuff that was like a little too on point like he went up to this person who definitely was and he was like you're standing too close you're definitely sleeping with someone in the band aren't you and Uh, They definitely were. Um, But what the funniest thing to me was there was a song with me and Probe where the chorus was like me talking about, like one of the lines was, there's no food on my plate. And then after the set, Donald Rollins was like, yes, of course, the fat guy was singing about plates. Uh, What year (laughs) was this? Oh, 2006, 2006, 2006 I was there right yeah I was totally and, there and I told, I'm like wait a minute I
1: remember this I was totally there
0: and I used to be like really sensitive about that stuff but I was like dude you got me I remember this yeah. wow because <laughs> it was and I, and I it's I think it's hilarious to this day so um do we want to talk about moonrise kingdom and the Holocaust do we want to talk about the action adventure about Harriet Tubman, or do we want to talk about Dolomite is my name first? Which one do you? I do know. I, I, I'm I've been into, I I want to know. Have we introduced what? you him to Make Yes. Yeah, you did. Okay,
2: you did. I want to get into Jojo Reb. I want to know what I missed because now I've been like reassessing that movie. But I'm really anxious to hear what you. I, well, obviously this isn't a surprise. We we were friends, so we talk outside of the show. But I want to know. What you guys thought about Jojo Rabbit? I want to hear... I won't be to, saying so, much.
0: So just a quick synopsis, because I know we don't do this enough. So right. um, towards the end of World War II, a young Hitler youth named Jojo, who's called Jojo Rabbit because he won't kill a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, because that that's a thing where to get child soldiers to be into something that'll make you kill a, kill a dog or kill a rabbit or show ruthlessness. And... Uh, so he tries to reconcile that his mother, played by Scott Johansson, is hiding a young Jewish child in during the Second World War and, while also communicating with his imaginary friend. And guess who his imaginary friend is? Zany Hitler! Edith Played by Taika Waititi, who, who's most famous for Thor Ragnarok, but also directed the TV show and movie... Something about the shadows. What we do in the shadows. shadows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shark Girl or no Eagle. Oh, Eagle versus Shark. Eagle versus Shark, and Hunt a mo- for the and Hunter Hunt for the Wilder People, which just excellent which is an excellent movie. Yeah. So, what we do in the
2: shadows is good too. I just didn't know people liked that movie like that much. Like I turned around, and there was a show. I was like, oh, I don't know people like this movie that much, but yeah. Could I start and then I'll swing
1: it to you, please. Swing it to you, Scott. Sure. <laughs> Let me. So I, I, my father was having like a, a shoulder procedure, right? Mm. And I needed to wait for him. So I was like, all right, you know what? Let me go to the movies. I'm going to mm. go to the movies and I'm going to go see something. Let go see Jojo Rabbit. Shout out to Dick Van Yes. So I was like, you know what? Let me go see the movie. I go in there and I get in there. It's pretty empty. It's at two o'clock on a Friday. And there's, like, four kids behind me who were, like, being really annoying, and I had to give them, like, the old man death stare to, like, stop talking before, like, before the movie started. We're
0: now old enough to give the old man death stare. Yeah, it was fun, too,
1: actually. I can't lie. I had a really good time giving them the old man death stare. When the movie started, I was watching it. And the tone for me was just really weird. And I gave it about, like, maybe 20 minutes before I said I'm going to make, like, a judgment about what I'm watching. Right. And what I realized was—ended up bothering me throughout the picture was there's this idea about fascism and about white supremacy that it's, like, some kind of social immaturity. Mm. And it's about, like, not being well-educated and you know and the other side are just good people so i was like oh these are just like people who think they're really smart you got like rebel wilson run, running around acting like this germans are dumb and i'm like i'm sorry there's no way germans took over almost almost took over the world being yeah. just bumbling yeah. socially immature idiots okay, okay. So the point are like nothing so then
0: when you oh, get yeah, I mean, before before the Holocaust, okay. Germans were on the vanguard of philosophy, right. of art, of science, of of. Some of some of the early psychoanalysis. Okay. Right. So the the whole thing that they're dumb—that somehow to be bad is dumb—is very dangerous, naive, and dishonest. So
1: something. So someone. I'll say one on one two, two other things. So like it, it reminded me of Django and what I didn't like about how <laughs> Django had about like how all the remember yeah, this, this remember,
2: remember, going to come up again in right, this episode right
1: re- here it is remember the remember the scene in Django with with the the, the, the dumb KKK of people course. Of yes. course. and yeah. that's what I
0: thought I was with, Jonah with Hill. all yeah. of the not other the first, people. Not the only time Jonah Hill will be brought up in this episode.
1: Boom. That's what I thought about all the people in the Jojo Rabbit world to so the point where, like, none of the jokes were funny and then all of the feel-good moments just felt very cheap. Yeah. And then I got and then mm-hmm. I got nervous because I talked to a coworker of mine.
0: There's one scene that was very good mm-hmm. and that's... But let me... Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah, and on. then... Spoilers. There will be spoilers.
1: And then the thing that I realized was, I remember I had asked my coworker, worker um, she was going to maybe take her daughter to see it. And then her husband had told um, her that she's 12 and this is not the first movie from what I've read that I would like my child to learn about the Holocaust. <laughs> And well, it, it definitely should. Even if the, even if this movie was is, good, but that movie is be. marketed to kids. Yeah, that movie is like yes, that movie is marketed. There was there was like literally teenagers in my movie theater. Oh, that without shit without parents. That shit is oh. fantastic,
0: Mister Fox. But with the goose thing. yeah. Like, and the,
1: the way it looks like Moonrise Kingdom, I think. Oh, it definitely that looks like so, doing doing the whole thing I, But it even I, music
0: cues. I are just are very I just want to say like, what up to a friend of the show, Jared Gilman, who was in Moonrise Kingdom.
2: Well, I like Moonrise I Kingdom. Like, I also, oh, there's no go shout Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, saying,
0: I like, I Mo- Mo- like, Moon- Moonrise Kingdom. I like, I like, I like Moonrise Kingdom, and so do you. I'm a, I'm, am I? Am, I am and I, that I, was my thing
1: when I when I left it. I was just so like, yo, this is like really bad grandstanding. Yeah, and and I'm gonna tie it in. when We talk about Dolomite and yeah. Harriet later. There's a thing where I feel like we're repurposing the past a lot. To like do stuff in the present. To but do I
2: of course. Really, well, that but goes. But
0: so really I, Black yeah, Klansman was,
2: was was a huge was a huge perpetrator of that yeah, shit. I, like, I totally. Like, yeah. And, and I, I, I just to have a Donald Trump reference in Black Klansman, right. and the goddamn movie takes place in the right. seven. It's just things and, like yeah, yeah. yeah don't,
0: so yeah, it's reframing these things to 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 suit your own agenda. Yep. Yeah. Like to so like in in My Name Is Dolomite, it was like Eddie Murphy. Using the story of Rudy Ray Moore to do Eddie Murphy. Yeah, there was like a little bit of biopic in there, but tiny. tiny. Well, I've been saying that. The, 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 I think the problem, not, not I guess I mean I think
2: there's a connection with all three movies. so We can jump around. Yes, yeah, but it's it's, but it's
0: it's it's manipulating truths to tell your own truth. Yeah. So a couple. I, oh. If I so I came into Jojo Rabbit knowing that you loved it, Marcus. And you hated him to mm-hmm. me. So I figured I had no idea what I was in for. Because sometimes... Cause I wouldn't say love. I, did, I, yeah, I, 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 I liked You did. You saw that tip. I never said love. You did. You did. you did. You did.
2: I said it was one of my favorite movies of the festival. I, I loved it. I never said it I loved it. said it was one of your favorite movies
0: of the year when, when we first spoke. I thought I said it at the festival. Okay. But whatever. We're not going to continue. Um, so, anyways... Like, are there good performances? I guess. Yes. Yes, there are some good performances, though they're caricatures. Is the cinematography and photography good? Yes. Are there strong moments? Sure. But as a whole, I thought it was... And this is me, m 2 at episode 100. You challenged us to be more critical Mm -hmm. and not be afraid to dislike things. Fuck this movie. As a whole, it was liberal propaganda trash. Basically, under the idea of this movie, fighting oppression and white supremacy is about moral of character, intelligence, and if you have a good heart, you can be redeemed and be a good person, according to this film. Like... The sympath- like let's throw in the sympathetic gay captain for good measure. That was so Play- weird, played by Rock- Rockwell
1: Sam the Rockwell. Under
0: Rockwell. underutilized Sam Rockwell. What a good actor! Sam but I gotta Rockwell
1: say, is. he's doing a lot of these weird movies. Three Billboards. Fox, he, seem- yeah. he seems he he seems to like these movies. But Three no, Billboards. Three billboards the, the, the he plays the school, same exact character. The,
2: the, the teacher with him and what's her name from Empire? What what, what cookie? Oh God! What movie? What About Brown versus the Board of Education? Yes, oh, yeah, where right. he's the Klansman. I don't the know of the it's movie. It's like yes. three. Those are like three movies in a row. Yes. My bigger issue though with the Sam Rockwell character though, and I had this conversation with because I went to Toronto with with, with, with Cribs and we had, and I had this conversation. The big problem I had towards it was just like, yeah, I guess I spent too much time saying, oh, I really like this movie. Like it wasn't per- the two issues I had were towards the end. One, the whole. The fuck you, Hitler! Where he pushes him out the window. It, that that was. Man, that was just like, uh, that, like that was cheesy and corny. But with Sam Rockwell, I get annoyed, especially when it comes to white supremacy or white supremacists, Nazis, neo Nazis, whatever on screen. Since day one, or not since day one, but for a long time, they've been shown with this like sympathetic lens. Like he's like your well, mother I'm was saying, a good person. It's like in these. Am I supposed uh, to like even now, just all? No, that's what I'm trying good. to say is that say
0: in, in all three now? of these movies. Sam Rockwell plays a hateful character that somehow gets to be redeemed because some bullshit. So he plays this this gay captain who's redeemed at the end of Jojo Rabbit because he saves Jojo's life by as as the Nazis are being taken over as the war is over the US troops are coming and Sam Rockwell's character takes Jojo Rabbit's Nazi coat off and spits at him saying he's a Jew spoiler before he's off, off, off screen shot in the th- and then there's so then there's this will they or won't they like courtship between the the girl that's hiding in JoJo's house, which is like obviously an analog of Anne Frank, Man. and sure. it's just like this cutesy sort of Hal Hartley dialogue during one of the ugliest things that's happened in the past century. I just thought was, was sure. crappy and like rebel Wilson doing her rebel Wilson thing, but about Maybe Jews. She, but
2: at least she wasn't in it from like, she's just sprinkled throughout. There's like enough rebel. Like if she was in it more, I would have, cause she's
0: going back to the the Can whole, I the finish my, oh. yeah, I just, yes. Yeah. Imagine. I just want to make sure I run home this idea that this is a permutation of ironic racism like, obviously, are Jews a race, ethnicity? That's a complex conversation that Zebras in America probably doesn't want to deal with. <laughs> but there's this thing that you might have even saw with like 30 Rock or uh, Harmony Karin or or this movie where you use comic timing, pacing and wink-wink cadences to say terrible things about oppressed people. But you get a laugh because we're all in on the joke. And... Don't get me started on that. Okay, let me get started. You remember when you and I went to see Borat with some of our friends? That yeah. We were, oh, Borat God, made? I do remember that. That's right. So, uh, I, I'm i one of those people, one of those bad Jews that doesn't like the film Borat, that doesn't really care for Sacha Baron Cohen. I, I think Ali G was funny, but um, you and I and some friends went to see Borat, and... You and I were the only people in the theater that weren't la- laughing.
1: I was not amused at that movie. I don't. It just. I, I remember watching it, going, "This feels in poor taste," and I, and, I, and I felt weird because I felt like there was a shield because Sacha Baron Cohen is Jewish, and so was correct, his, and so also is. Um, I, I'm gonna say his name, Taika. Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. He's half Jewish? I don't know a lot about Taika. He is. He's half his... M- his m- I'm not
0: saying he doesn't have the right to no. tell the story. so here's <laughs> what I'm
1: saying. I felt like they they were using their Jewishness as a... Sh- like, like black people, like Casey Lemons, using their... They as has a shield to do some really whack stuff. And I and just
0: and I just remember seeing that movie and you being the only person who like was checking in on me. Yeah. Because you could see I was not enthused. Yeah. No. And my friends were like, Isn't that hilarious? He's using his Judaism to show how anti-Semitism is bad. I don't think that's what he was doing. And around that time was also the time where Dave Chappelle left his show because he was doing a joke. And he saw the way that white people laughed at his joke. And that was enough for him that he didn't want to do that. That that sort of integrity that he had, that obviously his... Dave Chappelle now, that's a different story. I'm saying when he did that, that showed integrity that, that Sasha Baron Cohen was totally willing to not deal with. Him doing these Jewish jokes that I don't, that I don't think were done in a way to showcase anti-Semitism... But was like I'm showcasing anti-Semitism, that didn't work for me, and I just remember the way people were laughing at that movie. That wasn't subversive. Similar, like two years ago, BAM did this did this festival on whiteness.
1: Yeah, you yeah. remember that? Yeah we, um, yeah, we talked. We talked about, about it. They, they, they showed movies that were supposed to be about whiteness. Oh yeah, but yeah, it yeah. wasn't
0: done. they had like
1: Ferris Bueller's day off
0: but without like but with yeah But so when my friends went to go see Rocky because it was part of the on whiteness thing, they weren't going there because they were trying to talk or politic about what whiteness is. They They were were like, oh, Rocky's on the theater. Exactly. Same. Like,
1: you're going to see Ferris Bueller's Day Off because you enjoy that movie. Not because you're going to, like, study, well, what does whiteness mean in the world of Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Because the movie doesn't talk about it.
0: it No. I mean, subtextually, it means everything. That movie could be called What You Can Do When You're White and Rich. However, if you're not, without that context, without that subtext, it's just a movie. Yeah. And that was what I felt. I'm sorry, I did interrupt you as you were about to say something about Joe Rabbit. Nazism
2: and skinheads on the big screen, there's all, even from Romper Stomper, even to American History X. Oh, well, American like, History
0: X, yep. Where I recently watched that movie and was not
2: impressed. I, I just can't help but think, just... I mean everything about American History X. Like there's the magical Negro trope in that, to just framing it that like you get to kill these black guys, you frame it, you get to kill these black guys because we set up that they were robbing you, so it's okay when you get redeemed, and then we have this black guy kill your brother and all this all
1: and the other put, stuff. And then you they they put their Nazi armabilia in their closet. Yeah, like, they don't yeah, burn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you, yeah. but that's and, also
0: because oh. they 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 destroyed the actual ending that the movie was supposed right. to be. Because it would laugh, have been stupid too. Like, th- that original ending was dumb, also. I disagree. It's, it's the, like really. So, the original ending of American History X, if you haven't seen American History X, I'm sure you have. Because the, the, the. You like edgy movies 101 is you have to see American History X. Because mm-hmm. people be like, you like American History X? You like The Believers? like, wait, you just like movies where white people get to be fucked up? like a lot of people like those movies cuz it's white people being fucked up. The the in in the movie that you see, Ed Norton is a reformed white nationalist who comes back to his family and his brother played by Edward Furlong is is like on on the precipice of really going full into it and his principal played by Avery Brooks who Spencer yeah. Fryer, and also was, Hawk. and the star of my favorite television show of all time, which is Guys. Deep Space Nine. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, plays the this character who helps the this edward furlong get to know the error it, of his ways in a weird, all, way, in a weird way where all, you have this
2: school full of other brown kids who might need guidance but there's just something about this kid <laughs> so yeah, who has that's all the so privilege true. in the world but something draws you to it, like you go visit him in prison like what is it about guy. him that's so but uh, I, I he's know, a tortured white guy marcus a, yeah
0: and tortured tortured whiteness at least the way that it's been taught in film is more important than any other sort of tortured especially tortured white males and then, at the end of the movie, he's he's killed and he's killed by a young black black kid good and because and because because the movie wasn't heavy-handed enough. And in the original film, Edward Norton at the last scene shaves his hair again, which makes me laugh, honestly. I right? just think it makes more sense that he would go back to pr- I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it makes more sense to yeah. to that.
2: I guess the movies I remember seeing. And when I heard movie. about the original ending sorry. and all the flack no behind it, it was just one of those things like that's what I was supposed <laughs> <That laughs> to like. It's <laughs> like, oh. still put the shit in the closet. Okay. Right. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry, but no, yeah, but, that, I, that, but that's all I was just trying to say was that Nazi like young white guys who've been like it's always a, a sympathetic brush. We're on the flip side, when you have these like hood movies... even the movies made by black filmmakers. It's the brush isn't as paint it isn't as uh sympathetic and they're just these like animalistic folks, but there's just way more complexity given to Ryan Gossing and The Believer and Russell Crowe and Romper Stomper oh, yeah. and Edward Norton in this and all this other stuff. So that's um but I get what you guys are saying about JoJo Rabbit. Not, and, and as much let me I, I enjoyed this movie very much. And and I also confess that I think a big part of my defense of this movie just came from people judging it before seeing it. In the wake of American Dharma, which I think is a really good, important movie on on a few levels. So I'm like, and I knew before seeing Jojo Rabbit, this movie is not going to be as important as American Dharma. But I just, it was just like, oh, this shit is happening again. And going back to what Scott said earlier, it's happening again from people who essentially, if you have to pick teams or sides, I guess this is my side. I'm not uh, a conservative I'm not a Republican. I'm not part of the political right. I know I don't have to choose sides, but for the most part, when, when I have my, my beliefs, they do fall in line with these folks who right now are just pissing me off my, left my, and right. And I no, are, are behind I'm, the cancellation and, and taking down of, of things. And they're becoming the people who I thought they were supposed to be fighting against.
0: I'm, I'm a leftist. I am not with this... Liberal propaganda, neo neoliberalism, optics culture, where the optics of things is more important than actual freedom and liberation of people. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: I, I mean, I hear you. I saw American Drama. I, I quite liked it. I, also, I, like, I haven't
0: seen it yet. That's
1: a whole other episode. But
0: also, y'all remember Blue Caprice?
1: Yes. Yeah, I did. I did see Blue Caprice.
0: I didn't realize that that was a white director, but I was thinking because I was yeah. thinking, is there a time when? when the opposite is told and given that, like, sure. yeah. sure. I thought Blue
1: Caprice was like incomplete though. I, I, I was, I remember seeing it and I was kind of disappointed by it.
0: That was about the, the, Malvo F- D- and Mal- was Muhammad, DC, Sniper Malvo and yeah. Yeah. I remember
1: being, I remember being very intrigued I always thought it was very killers. interesting.
0: Be, almost, like, some of the only black serial Yeah, some, I was going to
2: say, there's Isaac Shithole who was a South African serial killer. He Let me direct the, um, called? what's his
1: name, uh, was the dude who shot all the cops? Eric Dorn.er, Dorner? No, not that Dorner, The other one from years ago. Let Larry Davis. Larry, Larry so Davis.
2: The Larry who got
1: off to be a movie though. Who so got off?
0: So there's there's. I mean, he was killed in jail. Yeah. Um, and he, he got all he he was he still spent his life in jail for other things. Yeah. There's a documentary about Larry. I've Davis. I've seen that. That's very that's good. Awesome. And Tone Tank said that he's a com- he's a combination of Larry Davis and Larry David, and then five years later Mayhem Lauren had the same line coincidence I don't know oh. dun, dun, dun. but I remember I remember when I first heard that line I was like yo you're crazy for that Larry Davis and Larry mm. David but Eric Dorner who was who was a cop and and veteran who who ended up was so Chris Dorner I thought Chris it's Dorner it's sorry Dorner. I Eric was thinking Dorner. of Eric Garner, Garner. Yeah, yeah. who who yeah. was murdered by the police uh, both of them were murdered by, by the police, the police. <laughs> But But Chris Dorner did He did some terrible things You know I was in
1: LA when that was happening I literally flew into LA I get into Los Angeles and there was a big, um, big Like electronic Billboard with yeah. his face on it And they were like wow. looking for this guy If you see him do not attempt to engage him wow. And I was like yo I'm in a war zone
0: Yeah cause Chris Dorner Was, was a veteran ex-cop Who who left? Who thought that there were injustices and corruption in the police system, and went about it in in a wrong way. He was he was kidnapping people and he killed some people. His manifesto, I think, is worth a read. I read it. I'm not saying that it's good. I'm not saying that I agree with him. I'm saying that. If we could get to a point where you didn't
2: have to. Say stuff, say like, stuff that. like that, yeah. Give, give, Which give, reminds me give, of Blue Capri. Qualifiers. I actually like—I don't know if it's so much that I just like the idea that Blue Capri was made versus I like the movie because yeah. that story in itself is complex. Because it—it's just like not a lot was known about that real story. I knew yeah. stuff before the movie came out, but it was just—it was more like this young guy, Malvo was just manipulated. Yeah. And then the guy, whatever Muhammad, Muhammad, right? he yeah. was like a. T- he was he had an agenda. He knew what the fuck was going on. He yeah. wanted to kill. He there were specific people that he, he wanted to kill. It's a very complex story. And then I remember it like recommending it. It's just like oh, was this a sympathetic look at the DC snipers? It's like no. And then I started recommending it, and then I always had I had to have this like preface and afterthought right. after saying it. And I just wish we but, but
0: but but counterly because counterly whatever. People fucking love the movie Happiness by Todd Salons, which exactly. is a sympathetic, amongst other things, a sympathetic portrait of of a pedophile.
1: People love Buffalo Sixty Six and oh god, they I'm
0: they. Right here, Taxi Driver. I, right. Come sure, on, like, sure, sure. Yeah. Like, so,
1: like, but I
2: like to think, but then, but then, I'm now I'm about to preface. Now I have to say, like, but I'm not. I, this is a, this is a talk I have with my friend Chris Funderburg all the time because it's like I love Buffalo Sixty Six. I love Taxi Driver. I love Clockwork Orange. But I don't like to say that out loud too much because I get grouped in with someone who would have a Travis Bickle tattoo on their chest, mm-hmm. or would have like a picture of Malcolm McDowell from Clockwork, because they think those guys are cool. I right. just like I the don't, story. I like from afar. I don't oh, this I is interesting to observe. I'm right. not like I'm not like rooting for. Well, Billy Brown's kind of a complex. He's a terrible person, but there's some complex stuff there. But with Travis Bickle, I'm not rooting for. Even though the people he killed. I, I don't think you should kill anyone, but I'm in when like a pimp and pimps who prostitute twelve year old girls die i'm I'm just like, hey, it whatever ha- I'm, I'm I'm indifferent towards okay. that. yeah I'm the, not rooting it or on to but, quote
0: or to quote Jay electronica i'm not I'm not glad at it, but I ain't mad at it. it. yeah, there you go. So what I'm saying yeah. is I like character studies. I like movies. It doesn't mean I like the characters or think they're good, and I do need I do feel like I need to state that I don't agree. With Chris Dorner Because he murdered police So I don't I don't want it on record Saying that I I'm I'm saying Just how The Unabomber's manifesto Is interesting I don't agree with the Unabomber I'm saying that They wrote They wrote some interesting things And He He had a standoff With the cops And Died In in a cabin On fire Yeah and I think that would be an excellent movie. I do. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree of with course you. it would. Of course if, it would.
1: But it shows you that who gets to have complex emotions, especially the emotions like rage and, you know, and let's just say rage. Rage no. alone. Uh,
0: bl- black men in rage. cinema and life are not allowed yeah. to exist
1: like rage. Because Jango's not even angry in the movie. He's just kind of like... He's tra-
2: they make him like he's Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool. But with Chris Dorner, why this... I, don't relate to him, but also casting for that would be interesting because, like, just the whole idea. This I can relate to very much. Just the large black man yeah, and, yeah, how, yeah. and how and how because he was a big dude, football player. Size. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I am too. I'm not big in the way that he was. He was like a chiseled, like just rock solid oh, God. guy. But well, I'm, I'm also, I'm also six three, two hundred six sixty five pounds, and like I work like right now, like my department, it's like all Tiny women and me, you know what I'm saying? And but just like my whole life, I've dealt like there's these like stereotypes that you have of, of, of people, and like, like, like with Chris Dorner, I think only like a pro wrestler could really, if, if we're gonna get it, because like his size and his stature and his physical attributes matter, you know what I'm saying? So you can't just like get some like Anthony Mackie and be like, oh, it's loosely, <laughs> but like you have to get someone who really looks like him because I, like, I, I think that matters. I think that's a big, agree. and the fact that what I, uh, our, our, our friend Baba. Racking this was happening, he brought up a good point too. He was just saying like every picture you find of this guy, he's always smiling. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. find a picture of Chris Do- of Chris Donner frowning or scowling. Every picture uh,
0: he's smiling, and it, and to a lot of people, so that were, smile doesn't
2: match the the physique. Well, and I, 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 I to there was
0: also there was, I'm not saying that what he did was right. I'm saying that it was for him. He was a smiling. He 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 was he was a falling down character. When you watch right. Falling Down with Michael Douglas, yeah. you're rooting for this guy who's not a good dude, who's doing not great things, who's just slowly losing it. This, and, guy, yeah. this guy was a cop who saw injustices and was trying to do better and was was turned down at every... Again, mm. just like with the Joker, just because bad stuff happens to you doesn't mean you should go yeah. and do bad things. Yeah. I'm just saying it's interesting that... that so many times when young black men are arrested, or young people of cult- color are arrested, mm-hmm. the pictures they use of them are often not the nicest pictures. And the fact that you could only find pictures of the guy mm-hmm. smiling is interesting. See,
1: and I actually think this is a good segue to another one of the movies.
0: But I don't want to buy. <laughs> I said something else
2: this before we do it. Do it. Yeah. No. Just do with, it. Even as a kid, I remember like I was in like the sixth grade, scene falling down and just being like now i'm oversimplifying cuz he was he, he was mentally ill and everything but in a simplified way i remember when i was like 11 being like if he just handed out his with his act like they even gave like all of his education if, if he just handed around his his resume he'd be alright in in, in 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 a couple of months which is why it's like i felt like even as a kid like in los angeles at that right. time it's like a white guy's mad at, at, at everyone yeah. even even his, the first thing the first two things that make him snap, it's like, oh, the Latino guys, and then like he goes to the to the Asian to the Asian store, and he's like, "Speak up! I'm not buying. I'm not paying a dollar for your coke." And it's and I, we're supposed to chip that 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 might have been one of the earlier movies say, that, that, that that taught me like how to like assess and analyze movie like this doesn't seem right. Falling, I mean, now, falling down is right.
1: really like post John Millius Red Dawn energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: yeah. And and the point is, is while. My views are are in the left world, and I think a film like Walk, like uh, Falling Down, and the way that the the world sort of just placates and hugs and nurtures white anger yeah. and white mental illness and mo- mostly male of that sort of things. I'm still. I still think that a lot of this virtue optics politics is like bullshit. Though I still believe in like that white privilege and, and male fragility is a problem in the way that that it's coddled. You know, like how? Why this is what I'm talking about with the it's like white, white neo Nazi. Like why can't we hold both of these things? To oh don't don't eat don't eat on mic. What is that? That sounds delicious. Is it cheese? Piece of pita bread. Oh, I thought it was cheese. I'm kind of hungry. Um, Which leads me to, uh, oh, yeah, so Jojo Rabbit, zero stars, Taika Waititi, Do Better, I hate this movie, and I'm, I don't like it, and these three movies we're going to talk about are sort of the tip on the ice. Well, Dolomite Is My Name is the least egregious of the three. I agree. It's like, uh, it's just that we're talking about those three movies, but really, Harriet and and Jojo Rabbit are gross to me. Dolomite is my name is problematic, but I'm sort of done with studio movies. I'm um, I'm gonna go run to the bath bathroom. Do you guys want to talk about
2: Harriet? Yeah, we can start.
0: We with can start. With yeah. With with well, that's yes. well.
1: What I is uh, that's why I said we found a perfect segue because um, you think about like Christopher Dorner, you know the big black dude, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole myth and. Harriet has many problems, yeah. but probably his biggest problem is his big black dude.
2: Who was made up just to hate. Bigger, long. Yeah. You Which, know, what kind I, of I mean, it? That That's like such a joke name. Like, exactly. you can't take that serious. <laughs> I mean, that's what
1: kills me. I remember, like, so, like, I mean, um, I guess, I don't know if people, but probably if they listen, they, they, they probably know, like, at this, like, so I remember um, when the movie first started coming out, um, the homie T over at uh, Champagne Sharks he had posted some some like clips of the movie yeah. uh, that uh, and the character Bigger Long, who is like the slave catcher, which like there was never any slave like independent autonomous black slave catchers yeah. in the South. It did not exist. And I'm watching it and I'm like, they really got the big black guy. The dude's talking like he's like a San Francisco pimp. You gonna die, you know? but just you...
2: like with Django, like at the end of Django and Chain, in the second ending of God, that movie would just not fucking end. But in the second mm-hmm. movie, when Django, when, when Quentin Tarantino's the Australian guy, and like before the credits roll, the slaves that he's with, they're slaves. They're still captured. They're 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 gonna live the rest of their lives as slaves. But we laugh at them because like, who's that nigga yeah, They're like exactly. the more, like gen- like no one talked no like one that. No one talked like what that the in the fuck? south. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. then I was even like- then, like especially
0: back then, right? So Harriet is the biopic of Harriet Tubman, directed by Casey Lemons, Lemons who who did Eve's Bayou, Caveman's Valentine, and the very talk to me. and the very troubling Talk to Me. I love Caveman's Valentine. I, mean, I don't remember it.
1: I, I saw it movie. years ago. Yeah. I just no, to talk, it.
0: Talking about mental health of mm-hmm. non-white characters, it's a yeah. film about a schizophrenic uh, black man uh, music prodigy yeah. who solves a murder while also dealing with schizophrenia in a nuanced light. A film that didn't deal with things in a nuanced light is Harriet.
1: No. Yeah. No. And it's it's I, I, I don't know Marcus you, you oh know.
0: and you were you were on Escape from Planet A talking yeah
1: I actually that. went with saw with the, with the homies um, Oxford and uh, and Mark from Planet A Planet A is
0: an excellent podcast we
1: went and we went and saw the Harriet Tubman movie together uh, on like a Sunday afternoon and like that was just like and it's funny because I had no plans to see, well the thing is I had no plans to see it really because mm-hmm. it looked corny to me mm-hmm. until I found out about the bigger long thing yeah. Like yeah. I didn't, I wasn't gonna go see it, and then I don't know, Mark, you can you, you, you,
2: you can yeah. go. And when I went, you to, wrote
0: you wrote an excellent article yeah. about this as well. When yeah. I went to TIFF, I actually
2: was gonna see, it, but something that actually it was it was something that I did want to see, and actually ended up being good. I, I didn't see it, but uh, uh, bring them up again. My friend John Cribb saw it, and then his he was just like, hmm, oh boy, like he was very like how he's just like a calm guy. But you could read if you know him well enough. You could read between the lines that this movie's terrible, um, and that's what he was trying to say. And yeah, when I found out about the, I when I saw the trailer, I was like, "You try not to judge trailers, but they also exist for a reason." Yeah. And the trailer looked like a parody of of, of a slave movie. Like when you watch a show that makes fun of slave movie, like that's what it looks like. And in the trailer, they don't really highlight. There's nothing about this made up bigger, long guy. So I didn't even know that was a problem. And then I heard about like bigger long. What the f- I saw it trending for like I was like, what
0: the fuck is that? What is that? Like what and what then, yeah. moves you to do that? Yeah. Why do you want it to, why?
1: But I, that so this is where I'm gonna go back to it. They're using past stories, recontextualizing yeah, yes. them to tell things about right now and tell us, sell a sell sell a vision of
2: now through the past. which is which is very dangerous because the the the, the problem is a lot of people... You know, I understand Twitter... Huh? Sorry. No. Twitter shouldn't be the barometer of, of, of everything. Or social media shouldn't be the barometer yeah. of everything. However, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of black people, mainly specifically black women, who are on this kind of like... Whether they're... Some are just kind of joking because it's a trendy thing to do. And some really do mean it. It's this whole thing of like, black men are the weakest link. Black men are trash. And I just think... When you have a movie like Harriet, that's essentially like the comeback film of this black woman director who made Eve's Bayou. So you already got... Like, people are already going to support you for that. Yeah. And then a lot of people who are on this, like, oh, black man ain't shit tip are going to go watch this movie with or without Bigger Long. And then you have a character like him who's this guy who talks about he has sex with white whores, he's going to kill this black bitch, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, if you come into a movie where you already like to be this trendy, oh, black men are the weakest link, black men are trash, and then you see this, not everyone like the, the the problem is to not not everyone is going to go to Google Wikipedia or do their own independent research after they mm-hmm. see a movie. Some people just kind of, well, they said based on a true story. A lot of people when you say based on a true story, oh, this really you happened. Assume that it happened. And also And per- then that's and then that's and, an issue. And
0: and perpetrates stereotypes and other things that are often when people try to lessen the the blow of slavery and stuff. Yeah. I've often heard from usually racist whites, well, black people in Africa were slaves. Right. Well, black people did oh, this. Well, okay. um, the first or,
2: time people discover that, oh, they love. Oh, well. well, well see, I, it wasn't all I, see. Well, I mean, I mean, heard was some like help, help, help. Exactly. The oh, they love jumping on that. Oh my god. But, and,
1: they, yeah. and and the bigger yeah. law. I mean, I remember. In the, so I remember I read an it's article. It's just
0: literally dangerous to to push forward these sort of. And things. then
1: I read an article with Casey Lemon's where she where she alluded to the fact that well you know there, it was very complex and there were some of us who I was like no 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 no, no the whole some of us black people idea is just straight up wrong
2: and is and, it, and the, you the you complex were, thing now is turning into like oh I don't know what to say so it's complex So it's like, you, like, you would know. never do that with, Do that with the, with, with the solder
1: commando in the holocaust you, would, no, un, you no. would understand that they were under a shitty situation and they were oppressed people they, It locked in a thing it was a bad thing you're gonna go well, bigger or long though you know he was kind of complicit no you don't do that Slavery was wrong. Black people on all levels were fucked with. There is no like gray area negroes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I
0: completely agree. Yeah. And I also just think it really is doing a disservice to Harriet Tubman, who was such an interesting, powerful character. It's like this is a movie I the actual movie of this of this of this woman who knew about astrology. No, astronomy? Astronomy, astronomy and
1: yeah.
0: And used her knowledge of astronomy to save lives. There was a relationship with her father, and just the cheapening of Harriet Tubman throughout Making the, into the whole fugitive culture. where she like jumps off the bridge
2: I was like is this the fugitive like yeah like you were saying you earlier good. you said <laughs> it was an action adventure it's like there was act technically action adventure but the whole wow well, and like, I will say I
1: mean, kind of uh, piggybacking on both your points about the astronomy the astronomy thing like I hated in the movie how like they made everything about her kind of like be intuition like she was this magical person I'm like no Harriet Tubman was a deeply smart, yeah. skilled yeah. individual. The reason why she was able to guide through these right. places because she intuitively knew the things that were happening. She was a general. That's what they called her general. Yeah. Not because she can close her eyes and say, go left. And yeah. just feel yeah. the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're belittling her. Yeah. 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 You're making yeah. her into a magical negro in yeah. a way. Literally. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You're, you're belittling this woman. It's I mean,
0: bad. In, in a different context, in a different world, Harry Tubman could have been Mary Curie. You know what really? I'm saying? Like, it's not that she had the power of God. What's ill about it is that she had the power of intellect. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of of people using magic to to explain power, yeah, to explain yeah. intelligence, to explain ingenuity. And what is happening with Harry Tubman to the point where, as I, I remind both of you every once in a while, much to your chagrin, that they retconned her in the movie Transformers that she was yeah, actually right, a, yeah. a protector of the Transformers. Oh, yeah. Lord. yeah, Good Lord. Or, you know... <laughs> to me. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I know. And so also, a, a couple of years ago, friend of the show, good friend of mine, currently making a film about Fred Hampton, Shaka King, made a <clears throat> short film about um race relations in America called Lasercism. And the movie starts with the the short starts with a an agent trying to get Jonah Hill to play uh Sun Tzu. Now no. Sun Tzu being obviously uh Chinese Chinese? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Chinese philosopher. Now you think that that's really funny. But then you find out this week that that there were executives actually trying to get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. Sure. Now, what sort of world do we live in now, where where that shit just sort of seems like it's not a parody?
1: A well, joke, that was twenty. The funny thing is that was twenty years ago. Yeah. And 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 the thing, it's it's just. But I think everything is parody now. Like and that's kinda like going back not, not trying to go back to JoJo Rabbit, but everything just feels like it's absurd but not like a purposeful absurdity. We're not watching like who, who's a great absurdist. It's not Boonwell. We're not yeah. watching a Boonwellian verse where yeah. we're seeing that the world is upside down. No, the world is just upside down and we can't seem to recognize it. So we get dumb shit like Harry.
2: And I love how this Julia Roberts news just proves how Smart uh, and ahead of its time, the player was because all throughout yeah. all throughout Robert Altman's The Player, they oh, just man. keep talking about how everything it's Pretty Woman meets yeah, we'll just get Julia Roberts. Yeah, it's Pretty Woman meets uh, Psycho. It's pretty, like it's so funny because in the nineties, like Julia Roberts was that much of the it person that they right. thought she could play yeah. Harry. Yeah, after Pretty Woman, it was like, like
1: everything. Yeah, I'm sure they floated a lot of things for her. I'm sure she was black, Asian. Yeah, I want to know.
2: Yeah, I want to know what else, what other crazy idea? Because I'm sure there's crazier shit that was suggested. Oh, I of mean, course. you know. Yeah, but I Harry, I,
1: I, 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 have said so much about it, and the big thing that really is making me angry though is is there's still people who are like, but I'm too but Marcus, yes, this is important.
2: Even when you tell them how problematic yeah. it is. But no, it's still, it's Harriet Tubman. Because it's 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 the first point that, that I make in that there's this thing, and it is a problem where, and we're not the only, black folks aren't the only perpetrators of it, but when something, but black folks are, are, are big perpetrators of it. Something's black, popular, shiny, on TV, on the big screen. Well, we gotta support. And it makes me just, I like hate the word support. It's like, no, I like stuff that's good. And if it's not, and because I think a lot of times folks have a problem disassociating the subject from from the from the actual piece of art, and it's yep. just like just like I, I got a lot. I just stopped talking about, which is easy because nobody, everybody forgot about it. But like with *The Birth of a Nation*. I stopped talking about because there's still people on to this day who are ride to die about that movie and same thing. But it's it's Nat Turner. It's like no, it's actually not Nat Turner. It's a bad movie about him. I'm yeah. not talking about Nat. Just so Harry- I'm I not saw someone. I Turner. saw someone try to use
1: the bad Harriet movie as a way to prop up. Nate Parker. I was like, no man, that movie's. I I don't even call. Tarina, it. she's the perpetrator heart. of that. It, 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 he tried to do it. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. I was like, man, that movie's called Slave Heart, and we don't see a revolt. We see 13 minutes of a revolt, and we see bad t- plantation lullabies for like an hour. Yeah. That movie sucks.
2: And like all the terrible, which I explained to people, all the terrible, singular, terrible things that happen to folks in Birth of a Nation are from women. But can you tell me like one sentence? A black woman says in that movie. Period. Gabrielle, Let alone like a Gabrielle couple Gabrielle of words. Union
1: doesn't have a line.
2: No, she doesn't. But she's raped <laughs> in the or, or like, or na uh, Nat, Nat Turner's wife is raped in the movie. She hardly but says anything. Like like Gabrielle character is No, so I'm saying Gabrielle Union's yeah. character is raped, and she just comes out, you know, ashamed, but still doesn't like say anything. You know, it, it like Ridiculous. the movie's really movie. fucked up. Yeah,
0: yeah, fuck that movie. Yes. Like, um, and I. You know, I know we don't always love to talk about Armand White, but at least his review of it was pretty on point. Sure. Yeah. There's no way he would like that. Yeah. You that, never, I you never know, you know sometimes. With that, I, I think, think I, can so I, know. He would, no. I You, 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 know,
1: you, you kind of predict like, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of predict. He, he's... I knew he wouldn't
2: like Parasite either. Oh,
1: I knew yeah, that. Well, that. I knew you, it. He doesn't like movie the any movie about... um. Advocating for poor people, though, in a way that looks right. at the rich as a kind of real parasitic force, he's never going to advocate which,
2: which for. Which pisses it. me off because they kind of are, and like poor people aren't aren't the prop They're not the enemy. but well, I told I someone,
1: I, I said, I said, you know, like that's the big thing about Parasite that I, I like for me. I was like, I'm sorry. Our, the relationship to, with, with the whole rich and poor is untenable at this point. And I'm right. glad that, Bo- if anything, whatever you feel about the movie, Bob Jung Ho is on the right side of history. Of story. course, of course
2: he is. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> you know, is. Such a big well, other... I guess we did this in the right order because we can kind of wind Dolomite. down with, with, with Dolomite because uh, Dolomite's a movie to me that's like, it is harmless, however, the minute if anyone comes at me with the like one of the best this or an important that, I have stuff in my back pocket. Like, okay, you want to let okay let let us talk about this and, and kind of break it down. But my
0: only big issue with Dolomite is that oh oh what we we, we got uh, Dolomite is my name is a biopic kind of about the actor Rudy Ray Moore who just his transition from Rudy Ray from Moore, to, Rudy the Ray Moore to the Dolomite character. Yeah, this character. Being considered by many to be the godfather of rap, he would do this sort of thing that was rap-ish. Yeah. He did a bunch. He did a bunch of movies as the Dolomite character. This is this was heralded, heralded as Eddie Murphy's return to comedic form. His first R-rated movie since um, I forgot what his last R-rated movie was. But, yeah, oh, Since Life with, with Martin Lawrence, which is an excellent movie mm-hmm. that I recommend to you. It's been a while. I believe it was Life. I'm not looking if at it. If, if,
1: if there is any in between, it's not many. Yeah.
0: And directed by the best director of all time. Like Craig Brewer. Craig Brewer I mean, Brewer I mean, the... of Footloose and Black Snake Moan fame. Yeah. I, yes, mean, I, mean, he, of he, of I mean, he Bruce. does
2: movies about black people that are better than black people. I was just going to say... <laughs> He directs like he wants an N-word pass. He really does. does. He makes movies like...
1: Well, well, that was the funniest thing about Dolomite. It was like, I almost felt like he listened to um, all the harsh criticisms of like Hustle and Flow. And Black Snake Mona says, "Well, how can I make a black movie?" That's I, was gonna gonna be
2: say, so I was just gonna say, "So." I was just gonna say he's like the Macklemore of directors because McAlmore is totally like, "Hey, I'm doing, hey, black people, I'm, I'm doing it right. I'm, I'm being respectful, see, right? See, see, I'm cool. You, you saw what I did, right? You saw that I did it right. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I was, the, 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 my, 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 a big issue I have with Dollar <coughs> is my name is that the performance." And this is what I'm a little conflicted on, because the, the the performance, Eddie Murphy really isn't being Rudy Ray Moore. Not at all. In the scenes where he's being Dolomite, fine, I guess, but that's only clips. The movie is about Rudy Ray Moore, and he's not Rudy Ray, Rudy
0: Ray Moore. He's being Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he so really like, isn't. I think even, that's important in a biopic. And even, and even scenes where they're recreating scenes from Dolomite mm. that they showed... At the end of the yeah. movie, side by side, sort of like the Tommy Wiseau movie. What, what's that? To or mean? any Stars? biopic? They any, do like with badass.
2: Any they they do that all the time, no so, matter what.
0: So I was obsessed with the Dolomite movies as a kid because I I, could, I was gonna ask when did you
1: uh, when did y'all discover Dolomite? I'm curious. Uh, when
0: I was um, oh, when the old dirty bastard. So like like mid So so late like, late, 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 late nineties, oh no, the hey dirty, yeah. that video. So people were like, Oh, you gotta check that out and so when, oh. um, so where I would go to get to get black exploitation movies, kung fu movies, uh genre movies, obviously you go to Fulton Mall. So I'd go to Music Emporium and Beat Street to get if all I've, of all of my needs. get they would be like five dollars a piece and there's a scene that's very famous in the original Dolomite. Though my favorite movie of the series is Human Tornado. I, yeah, Human I, Tornado. I will get into that in a second because there's some also some authenticity of Dolomite is my name that pissed me off. But there's a scene in Dolomite One where Rudy Ray Moore is going drive N word drive, and he's hitting his legs. And it's like one of the most famous scenes from the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's also a scene where he's having sex, and there's that they showed in the movie. But even when Eddie Murphy is doing that character, it's like, oh, this is just Eddie Murphy's yeah. character. Turn, uh, uh, not, turn. It's, not, it's not Rudy Ray Moore. And one small issue I had with the movie is when they're showing people watch Dolomite, they're using scenes from Dolomite the Human Tornado. It's you wrong.
1: I, 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 I totally noticed
0: that. But you'd only know that if you've seen Mm -hmm. Human Tornado. Um, Because there's a scene where he's like, B-word, are you for real? Which comes from... Sampled
2: in a lot of rap music.
0: And I've said this on the show before, I think, but I need to every time, is that in the song One by Ghostface, when he says, when the cops come, you never hide your toast. I always thought he said, when the cops come, you never hide your toes which is which in in the opening scene of human tornado Rory Moore is is having relations with the sheriff's wife and the sheriff walks in and he knows the dolomites there because they can he can see his toes. Right. So I always thought that that's what goes. The Dolomite through. reference. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, that makes sense. I know, but I, I feel like but, I thought it was toes also. To be honest with you. Uh, so when I, I would ask people, I'm like, "That's clearly a reference to human tornado, right?" <laughs> They're like, "No, he's saying toast, not toes." I'm like, "I don't know. He's hiding his toes."
1: Yeah.
2: Um, when did you discover it, Marcus? I'm curious. When I was very little, because I had to ask. I also it's right. I had black parents and they would watch stuff like that. But I used to watch uh, House Party House party, when I was right? A kid. Exactly. And Robert Harris said he's like I got some Dolomite tapes. I thought we could watch them. And then yeah. I right away asked what's my parents. Don't like Dolomite. Yeah, I was like, what's who's Dolomite? And then they then my my dad was he didn't have much of a, he explained who he was. It's not like like the next day we went out and watched a movie. I think maybe years later. I happened to see it because, like, my dad. Any time my dad would rent a video, or we had cable, he would always video. T- my dad was the king of two VCRs, and so he took a lot of stuff.
0: There were dolomite shoes in the nineties. There were boots that were called dolomite. Yeah. what were those? Yeah, like, why? yeah. Why they, had they had nothing to do with dolomite either.
2: Oh no! Oh. Oh, oh, all right. But yeah, so when I was a kid, uh, but I didn't actually see a dolomite maybe till like junior high school or the something. The reason why, and I, I, Still and kid, I, I was similar,
1: like i had I heard her Robin Harris talk about it in house party. I asked my dad what it was, and then I think like, my, like one of my uncles showed me an old tape of it, mm. and I remember like watching Rudy Ray Moore. I was like, this is like you're watching someone who's a kind of a really dirty, nasty secret, like you know what I'm saying yes, like I agree it yes. was like yes. This, yes. it was yes. like this yes. like thing, and it was like and i i I was engaging with the kind of like underworld and like seedy kind of the world that was so interesting. And when I watched the movie, I was like, why y'all making Rudy Ray more like he's some kind of grandpa?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, he's just like likable grandpa. A lot of people hated that stuff. Like, don't try to make it like it was like this thing that kind of like, oh, people just thought it was cute or they liked it. No, those people were really like outcasted in in, in a section of the world. But just for the
2: past, and this is a very like niche Subculture black thing. When you'd have parties where they would play Red Fox tapes, they would very play Raymore tapes, and right. it would be like in the basement. You go to kids go to sleep, and it's just like you only invite certain pe- people over right. to do it. It's like that, yeah. So, yeah, you're you're very right. And like, it was like this, it, it, yeah. Like it gave up this idea that like, like, like Dolomite records and tapes. Like you could just go down. Like no, nah, like that. It nah. was like you had to trade them, and like you could get them in stores, but they if the, certain stores. And those stores kind of hit them a certain way, like they weren't and they hit like him. They weren't on display. You didn't. Hey, get the new Dolomite out! Like, no, right? it was. I wasn't even alive then. I know.
1: And people like would like
2: hide them, like you. You, yeah.
1: you wouldn't let certain people know that you was in the exactly. Dolomite right, exactly. unless you knew exactly. that they was in the Dolomite, Cause,
0: exactly. right? Because there, there's like obscenity issues, right? It's yeah. not. It's like this this fake narrative that everyone was listening to Blow Five back in the day. Yeah, it's exactly. Perfect like example. The 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 dirty records. Not everyone was into, no. and yeah, like, like Ray Ray Moore was not the character that Eddie Murphy portrayed. I think Eddie, Mur- it's good to see Eddie Murphy doing comedy again, that people like. But I mean, why Craig Brewer? And two, do you mm. think that he can withstand the, uh, the obvious call for cancellation that will happen when he starts doing work again, for stuff that he said thirty years ago?
1: Who Eddie? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't
2: think he's gonna get that though. I do.
0: You think I, he's gonna? Yes, he it Well, it's already started.
1: It's
2: it it, it but it, because of this, it's because he's now getting back pop, uh, popular. It's gonna. It'll happen like Maybe just right. just Maybe around right. uh, just you around the be time be he hosts right. SNL because I'm seeing it. I'm seeing people right. older than me, who I know. Whether it be on, I'm not gonna name. I'm not even gonna say on what social media platform people people I know personally. Who now suddenly want to come out and say, I never found Delirious funny. I thought that sense of humor was crass. And it's just like, now you All say this? Right. I mean, and you're probably lying. Cancel me. I still watch Raw. Sure. And or Delirious. Shit, I think Delirious is and, funnier. Yeah, same here. I still More watch funny Delirious.
1: Way. And some of that shit is hilarious. Yeah. I still think Eddie Murphy's Italian. Shout out to Rob Cotto. Because Kato knows how much we both love this. Exactly, His yeah. Italian, yeah. hey, slide, the do stone yeah, thing. Yeah. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen yeah. in my life. I think it's absolutely like, brilliant.
0: Yeah, and uh, I was about to say some stuff, but I'm not. But, the, but that's what made me disappointed about
1: Eddie, because I felt like Eddie can do that deep characterization. I felt like he was just lazy with Dolomite as my name. Like, it was just super lazy. And the movie, It honestly, be honest with you, it feels like a film for like hipsters. And mm. I gotta say, like, black people are just generally kind of like whatever. It's a movie by one of ours, and it's doing well, and, and Eddie, Eddie Murphy's hip- back, so they don't really care if it's like at a, at a certain level. And, you know, I agree. And
0: hipster NY anyway is all about I being agree. like, ironically, or like, I, I know the cool this and cool that, which goes back to the first thing I was saying: is fuck ironic racism, fuck irony shit is too dangerous right now let's try to be earnest please and, or, or and i'm not talking about Ernest borgnine i'm not talking about Ernest saves christmas i'm saying just like whatever happens to sincerity and like let's deal with fascism even when even when fucking uh oh, who's his face charlie chaplin was making fun of hitler oh great dictator now great
1: dictator. that's the
0: way that you do it that's how you do it son
1: it's funny, so a student of mine, she saw Jojo Rabbit, she really didn't like it. It's funny, she's mm-hmm. German, and she really didn't like it. And I actually had asked her, I said, have you seen The Great Dictator? Right. And she ended up watching it, and she absolutely loved it. Well, because that's
0: crazy. how you do it. That's, I'm not saying that, I don't, one, I want to preface, I don't think any material is off-limits. Oh, no, I don't not at all think, I believe... I believe you have the right to make whatever art you want. I also have the right to hate it. I have the right to love it. Mm-hmm. I have the right to not watch it. Like Even when I talk about like jokes that I don't like, I don't think people shouldn't have the right to make jokes. I just think some jokes are in better taste than others and some jokes I think are more hurtful than they are helpful. Uh, I don't even know that I agree with the whole don't punch down thing. I don't know. I think it's. Yeah, I don't know if I get. I, I, I get
1: what people are trying to say with that, but I don't. I, I
0: feel. I feel like that's a weird.
1: I don't. I, I don't have the right word for it. It's like a. It's become a weird statement. Like it's almost like triggering. It doesn't really make any sense. No, but, but
0: see, <laughs> triggering is triggering, and also the word Nazi are words that have that used to have actual real it's meaning. It's been repurposed in a weird been, way. That yeah. have been cheapened. Yeah. Yep. Tri- triggering. I agree with you. Triggering. Is supposed is is supposed to be for people PTSD, that are, right? have PTSD. Yep. Now, now, classically, people that dealt PTSD are victims of of, of abuse, victims of sexual violence, um, violence, uh, people who have fought in wars, people who have been in war torn areas. So when people, so that is a real thing. Yeah. If you grew up in Bosnia in the '90s. And saw so your parents blown away by missiles. You, you, you could be triggered. When someone uses that as a code word of you're offended by an offensive thing, it cheapens it. Yeah. Like, there are actual Nazis. When you call someone who, does, who makes jokes you don't like a Nazi, yeah. you're taking away from actual Nazis. When you call someone that has opinions that are different than yours a white supremacist... You're taking away from actual a white supremacists. Yep. Just like, be careful with your words. Sorry, I'm. I'm no, I'm with you. This I'm is one you. of our best episodes ever.
1: <laughs> I'm with you. No, I. Yeah, those movies were frustrating. I'm sorry. You know, it's funny because I and not only with might I'll be honest with you, I was just bored. And that was just weird to me to like watch a movie about Rudy Ray Moore and be bored. And I remember when they showed the clips, and you, and you know what I did after I was done with it. Mm. My, my my girlfriend went to bed, right? She was tired, and I went on and I put on um, Eat Out more often in my headphones, and I mm. cracked the fuck up because sure. I love that album. Sure, and I was like the grit of his voice. I was like, right. man, he
2: didn't get that grit. I you're you're saying everything that I'm just not, and 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 you know because it, it also reminds me to just that character that there was too much. There wasn't like. He was being almost a parody, like I like what Neil Hamburger is now to like Greg Turkington and yeah. that kind of parody right. of like, and that's what, and there wasn't that kind of, it, yeah, it was like too much of what the Dolomite character was. He was still Rudy Ray Moore, but the Eddie Murphy Rudy Ray Moore were just like everything's wholesome, it's fine, or everything's all good, and it's just, yeah, like there, there's a real dirty seediness. To, to just everything surrounding that, that Dolomite character that, that you wouldn't get. And also, just anything, it, it, there's that Boz Lerman hip hop show thing. Or what also goes back to Argo. Yeah. Like, anything, they get to, like, when I look at pictures, but just take anyone, not just my, any fan, when I look at pictures from the 70s, everything looks gross and greasy. Yeah. Everything <laughs> isn't, like, bright and orange right. and perfectly coiffed. Like, some afros were gross you yeah, know what i'm saying exactly. like there, there was lint and there were car like every all the floors had carpets like so shit was like lint uh. and, and, and and like people needed to vacuum you know, over their house and, like everyone smoked then there were ashtrays everywhere things were cloudy and just it didn't look like sesame street and there were, and that's but, my uh, issue and also with, like,
0: with that also what about like where's all the plastic on the furniture that, yeah. But that's what I'm getting, exactly. yeah, what I'm, getting I'm not saying because I just know the culture that I grew up in which is obviously different from black culture but older cultures where when I was a little working kid, Ooh, and I would so, go to working, working class, class and I would yeah. go like my my grandparents house in Queens and it was wall to wall carpets yes and every single piece of furniture had plastic on it and there were ashtrays on every table like why isn't that there Wesley Snipes was interesting. But people being like, he deserves an Oscar. No, no, what the no, fuck? No, like, no. What no, the no, hell? No,
2: no. That, that's the kind of performance where I think Craig Brewer was afraid to tell Wesley, hey, don't do this. Man. He just <laughs> didn't want he to... He was it just it, like... And 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 I don't know him personally. Well, I know someone who directly who had a... Who has experienced him and he's the kind of person that does need to be like if you just let him loose and don't tell, he'll do whatever he wants, he wants. And, and and he definitely did whatever he wants. there was yeah. no like anyone would be like yeah um yeah just someone needed to tell him to stop and I I, I don't think they 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 were there cuz just as 'cause on the low this movie to some degree is just as much a come air quote comeback for Wesley Snipes as it is cuz Wesley getting, Snipes he's is another one. Pub, yeah, yeah the he day. he is and and apparently he's in this coming America coming, sequel yeah. And because the, the last time he was in a movie... And
0: Arsenio Hall has a Netflix special. They're really trying to set up this sequel. So yeah. I got
1: I to I throw something out. I, I put it on Twitter. So remember there was this picture going around of, uh, of Will Smith... Yeah,
0: they're Eddie visiting Murphy,
1: each other. Yeah. Uh, Martin Lawrence and... What's he, um, Snipes? What's he, Snipes? And I, I did some math right after the picture. And I posted about it. I was like, between the four of them, right... The amount of different black directors they've worked different, with, yeah, key, yeah, different yeah. is not even double them. It's not, it's not even eight. Really? It's like well, Will has worked with a big flat, big fat zero. Yeah. A couple of them have worked. He's with Spike. not
0: worked with one black. Director. Will Smith? No, no. no, never, never. But he was obsessed with Chameleon Street. Well,
2: yeah, 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 we know. And, and but and it's then, kind then, of obsessed. They didn't want people Martin to Martin Lawrence and Wesley it's both worked Spike.
1: with Spike, right? Eddie's worked with I think is it one or two. And, and also not including themselves having directed mm-hmm. something. Wait, what, what is the husband do with Spike? Do the right thing, yeah. right thing.
0: Oh shit! Yeah,
1: his first movie. I yeah. need to
0: leave. His first I can't movie. I forgot that movie.
1: <laughs> first movie. Nah, mm-hmm. I it, it could be. It's easy because he wasn't a starring role in it.
0: Yeah. Do y'all remember Martin Luther Martin Luther King really? Martin Lawrence's um, Saturday Night Live? Of yeah. course, it was hilarious, he was and he got banned. banned. Yeah. He was banned for it. It's yeah. so
1: good. The Thugs with yeah. Chris Farley. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the funniest skits I ever, man.
0: Chris Farley don't get enough love. Nah, Martin doesn't get enough love.
1: No, that was Martin. But I, I but I, it, it, it brings something about Dolomite to me because also I was,
0: Martin is another instance of like people not really understanding black mental illness. Like he had a breakdown. Yeah, walking around in a leather suit in 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 the hot like that's I, if i remember correctly martin got
2: on canceled. la the show got canceled because he was no 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 the show had already been canceled. canceled it was later the show had oh. problems because there was it, there was some sexual harassment issues between him and um, tisha, campbell. tisha campbell she wasn't yeah. on the whole last season yeah which was terrible because every episode it was so bad every episode of that last season of martin they'd be going on a cruise and like from their perspective like Gina oh. would miss the boat like Gina yeah. you missed or they'd be going on a road trip and it's like oh we forgot Gina we went too far oh well we got better keep driving and it was really bad really it was bad, bad running, running. joke yeah.
0: and also one thing to remember like when people try to say like there's not a lot of like when Friends was was meant to be white living single totally yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. like literally they said like totally they were, popping, they were like we need if Living Single was white it would be the most popular show Denver ever Lickbook. and it turns out that it was true. Yeah. Oh, have, y'all, have you all have y'all there, you all saw uh the the Carmichael sitcom? No. no. It was actually it's actually really good. Hmm. As far as like mm-hmm. the sitcom platform goes. But you were about to say I don't know, you were about to No, say, no the like, only thing I going like, to say this is
1: like our longest episode. So what do what I was going to no, what I all I was going to say was to close it off for me at least was um, I, I think there was no real way if you wanted to do Rudy Ray Moore to not have a black person who knew that stuff intimately right. whether it was their childhood or was there do that movie and the thing about it is I think a real Rudy Ray Moore movie a real one the general public wouldn't have been that interested in it. And sure. I think they kind of know that.
0: Of course. But also so, like it. I think rest in peace Charlie Murphy. He was saying like people aren't going to be interested in Eddie Murphy until he does this sort of comedy again. People were tired of him like being like yeah. that like the last movie he was in where he just like played like
2: Oh, Karina Karina
0: What? It was a remake of Karina Karina, no, Karina right? Karina. Mr. Church yeah, oh, yeah. Karina Karina yeah. He's the he's, he's the male version. Clara's heart hard. Clara Clara and heart hard.
2: Any of that shit.
0: Yeah. That was a weird one. Yeah, I, I refused. I, I didn't. I refused. didn't know what I was getting into when I went to see that one. I refused.
1: I got a love. I got a deep love hate with Eddie, man. I love. I love Eddie deeply, but like, I need Eddie to work with some black directors, and he doesn't seem very interested in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do better, Hollywood.